Welcome back to Your Haunted Holiday. I'm Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. And it's another international episode today, Lindsay. This one is actually going to be a shout out to our Canadian listeners. Yeah, that's right. So I know a few weeks back, we did a shout out to our UK listeners. Thanks for continuing to listen. But Canada, gosh, we actually have some Canadian listeners. And we had a request to do some more international type of episodes. So we plan to continue to explore a little bit more globally. Yeah, so we're going to, of course, continue to do our normal shows in the United States. But every once in a while, you know, you never know. We have a lot of listeners from different countries. We might throw one out there for your country. That's right. This one today, Lindsay, is in Ontario, Canada, in Niagara-on-the-Lake, Ontario. And it is your haunted holiday at the Old Angel Inn. So like I said in the intro, Lindsay, this is in a town called Niagara-on-the-Lake, and it is only a 25-minute drive to Niagara Falls. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah, I think I've never been to Niagara Falls. Yeah, I haven't either. We went to Canada one time years no, and we years went twice. ago. We went oh. two different times. Oh, we did? But they were both for soccer tournaments? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I know we went at least for one soccer tournament. Do you remember where in Canada we were? We went to Winnipeg, Manitoba. Oh, okay. And the thing about Canada is it's so much like the United States, but there's just like very slight differences. Right. Anything that you read, typically we have like Spanish, you know, as a secondary language on packages and stuff. They typically have French. That's a subtle difference that I noticed. I noticed their tea was a little bit different when we were there. For whatever reason, that's what sticks out to me the most. Like it was sweetened, but it had like very lemony flavors. Yes. I didn't know if that was maybe just like a Manitoba thing or... I mean, it could be. I mean, just like in the U.S., there's different regions that do things a lot differently, right? So, you know, who knows? But yeah, little differences, but a lot like the U.S. at the same time. But, you know, some of their differences are actually... You know, I would argue better. We won't get into those, but um, all right. So I've I've also never been to Niagara Falls, but that's part of the reason I picked this location is because I've always wanted to go see Niagara Falls. And I think this one is just so cool. So it's called the Old Angel Inn. It is the oldest operating inn in Ontario. And today it's actually kind of like an old English pub in the downstairs and then in the upstairs there's five different rooms that you can rent so it's kind of like a bed and breakfast slash pub so you could either just go to the pub to eat or you can go actually stay at the inn i think too if you're planning a trip to niagara falls why not book a haunted room at this place it's only 25 minutes away at least do like one night there 
Yeah, 100%. And this is supposed to be one of the most haunted places in Ontario. Like, it is known to be really, really haunted. It was originally built in 1789, and then the original building actually burned down during the War of 1812. Actually, most of the town of Niagara-on-the-Lake was burned down during the War of 1812, and then it was rebuilt to what it is today today all the way back in 1815 so just shortly after the war of 1812 concluded they rebuilt the old angel inn now i did not know that much about the war of 1812 i don't either i had to i have to admit like i had to actually research and be like why did we get into this war like what was the war of 1812 so i'm going to give everybody a really quick history cliff notes of what happened in the war of 1812 okay don't be offended if I miss, I, I'm going to miss all the major battles. I'm going to talk about something specific to this particular town. But basically, you know, back in this time frame, the U.S. was really looking to expand its borders, right? So they were looking at all these different areas to kind of expand to. At the same time, we were still kind of going at it with the British a little bit here in the United States. And, you know, the British occupied Canada right and so they were doing all kinds of stuff like they were trying to block our ships from trading with the United States allies in France they the UK actually started arming the Native Americans here in the United States to like fight our colonies and stuff like that and so like it was just like bad blood stirring this on and it wasn't that long after the Revolutionary War right there was a lot of people still alive from that time and then kind of trade wars. Although I will say it wasn't that popular of a war from either country, you know, Britain or the United States, right? And so the U.S. was trying to expand. And so a lot of these battles actually happened in Canada because that's where the British would send their troops to, you know, have a base and then come in across the border and, and fight a battle against the United States and vice versa. The United States would go to Canada to, to battle some British people. So anyways, during this time, there is a fort in Niagara-on-the-Lake, Ontario, and it is called Fort George. It's actually only five blocks away, Lindsay, from where the Old Angel Inn is. So this fort was occupied by the British, and they used it kind of like as a post for them. And the U.S. decided, you know what, we're going to go in there and we're going to take that fort, right? So the United States military people, they went in there, and there was this big battle of Fort George in 1813. And the United States actually did hold the fort for quite some time. And as a result, they ended up practically burning the whole city of Niagara on the lake to the ground. And apparently it was pretty brutal. Like people would be like dragged out of their houses. Oh like my gosh. a lot of people died. So as a result of this, Niagara-on-the-Lake is actually considered a pretty haunted town because we have the Old Angel Inn, we have Fort George where this big battle took place, and then in general, most of the city ended up burning down. Right. I mean, anywhere you find there's like battles, war, you know, from way back when, 
seems like ghosts tend to hang around. It reminds me a lot of Savannah and the Sorrel Weed House and how there was a, a fort right there and it, you know, a bomb had hit, but this is obviously a little bit different, but those spirits tend to, tend to linger. Yeah. And there is uh, several ghost tours out there that are just kind of independent, you know, for the city. So kind of like if you go to a major haunted city in the United States, like a Savannah or a New Orleans, you can go on these haunted tours of the town. There are several of those out there specific to Niagara-on-the-Lake, Ontario. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I've really you know, failed clearly at history. I didn't know anything about the War of 1812, except for that it happened in 1812. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty generic title for a war. It's one of those like Jeopardy answers I'll pull out every once in a while if I think it might be around that time frame, the War of 1812. <laughs> right, but I never, out there. Right, I never, right, never knew that much about it though. But I mean, of course, the United States ultimately failed you know luckily Canada is still their own country we did not go in there and end up taking over and expanding our borders right there ended up ultimately being kind of like a treaty between the United States and the British and you know like I said it was in a very popular war people were kind of like sick of fighting it and putting their taxpayer money into mm -hmm. it on both sides makes sense so one of the interesting stories about the Old Angel Inn during this time in 18, in the War of 1812 is there is a famous Captain Colin Swayze. And at the time when the United States Army went in and took over Fort George there, he was ordered to evacuate, as were all of the British soldiers and British ally soldiers at the time. They were said get out of the city, the fort's been taken over, right? Well, Captain Swayze was in love. And so he did not want to leave without meeting this woman that he was completely in love with. And she happened to work at the Old Angel Inn. And so he goes to the Old Angel Inn trying to have one last, you know, conversation with her or something or take her with him. We don't know really, right? Probably on, not just a conversation. Probably not. Some kind of rendezvous, maybe, right? <laughs> sure. So he gets over there, and all of a sudden, all these U.S. soldiers enter the Old Angel Inn. And so he decides, I have got to hide. I'm wearing, like, a British uniform right now. So he goes into the basement, what was then the wine cellar, and he finds himself this this empty wine barrel basically and somehow squeezes his way into this wine barrel mm -hmm. and meanwhile the americans are like searching around this pub and inn and they're trying to find anybody that's hiding and they're basically taking their bayonets and they're sticking them in every like corner nook and cranny trying to see if they can find somebody that's hiding and somehow they decided oh there's a wine barrel here i'm gonna stick my bayonet in this wine barrel so they do that and it was his fatal blow so captain colin swayze met his end as a result of a bayonet. Oh no. I wonder if they realized that he was in there after they stabbed the barrel. I don't know. It doesn't talk a lot about that. And in fact, you know, I do want to make sure I call out this is legend, right? Oh, okay. Now, I do think there is a lot of hauntings that we're going to talk about that are you know, really go to this. Although, I mean, I think there could be a lot of people haunting this place considering the history of this town. 
Right. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine-tangling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. So Captain Swayze, of course, still haunts the old Angel Inn. He's actually a very active ghost. He seems to have kind of an obsession with bathrooms. Like, you can see him in bathrooms. He messes with plumbing. Like, bathrooms are the place to be here (laughs) when you're looking for ghosts. Which is kind of creepy to me because, like, it's the one time when we go to haunted places, Lindsay, whenever I go to the bathroom in the hotel room, I'm always, like, just a little bit more freaked out because the last thing I want is to have a ghost pop up, first of all, while I'm going to the bathroom. Secondly, when you go to the bathroom, you tend to be alone, right? So, like, you're in a vulnerable position. But this ghost likes to make himself known in bathrooms, but in particular, women's bathrooms oh he shows himself to women a lot well it sounds really terrible in that context the way that you happen to say it right there i'm sure that's not what you meant (laughs) no it's not that's what she said (laughs) right but you know i will say this is not the first time i've heard of something like this happen so when we were kids, we had an, an encounter with a ghost named Seth Bullock, we believe, in Deadwood, South Dakota, the Bullock Hotel. Well, I've heard a story that he was in a women's restroom, um, and one of the uh, one of the people working there actually saw him. So we have another episode to come later uh, about that whole situation, but I heard that story. I don't know if you remember hearing that. I think I do. I think it was like a, a housekeeper or something that was in there cleaning the bathroom in the main lobby area, right? In the Bullock mm-hmm. Hotel. Yeah, I think that's pretty, I mean, I don't know if it's common. They just happen to go in there, I guess, you know, if it's been, I mean, who knows? Because I don't know if the bathroom in like the main lobby here of the old Angel Inn was always a bathroom, right? I have a feeling exactly. it's been added on after the fact. But what I will say is for whatever reason, this Captain Swayze ghost 
does tend to make himself known to women way more commonly than he does men. And I think that could be part of the reason in the women's bathroom in particular he's seen is just because, I don't know, he just seems more comfortable around women. But also, he was there to rendezvous with his lover, you know, when he was told to leave. So maybe he's still searching for her or something like that. Or he's lonely. He's looking for that companionship. Or I mean, I don't know. Who the heck knows? Who knows? But interesting. Yeah, interesting. Exactly. So there's all kinds of things. But, you know, in that uh, kind of basement area, there is, you know, a, a bathroom there. And that's where you're going to see him a lot. In fact, um, his face will often appear in the mirror. Um, and people have actually gotten photos of that. Um, that are pretty interesting and good. But yeah, if you go to this place, even if you're just going there for lunch or for a drink in the pub section, you got to make a stop at the restroom because that is where you're very likely going to see this ghost. Absolutely. Go have some drinks and then wander on into that bathroom later in the evening. Yeah, exactly. The other thing that you're going to hear on those steps quite a bit in the kind of basement area you're going to hear footsteps a lot. That's been reported very commonly. Now, the other thing to look for, you know, in the dining room, they say, you know, dishes get kind of shuffled around from time to time. So just general like pub and restaurant activity. Now, in the rooms themselves, so if you go upstairs and you actually are staying in the inn, there is also bathroom activity up there. Almost almost all the bathrooms he messes with the water and i kind of want like a plumber to go in there and figure out what is happening because a lot of people that have stayed there i guess will leave in the middle of the night because they're just really freaked out but what causes that yeah what causes that a lot is bathroom activity stuff happening in the bathrooms like they can hear something in there and then all of a sudden the water in the sink will start going full blast It would scare me in the middle of the night if that happened. Yes. There's also been guests there that have heard what they thought was like somebody entering their room. Uh-huh. And there's nobody there. And then they kind of like go and accuse the staff. Like, did somebody come in our room in the middle of the night? And they're like, no, of course not. We would never enter your room in the middle of the night. But apparently the footsteps and the noises are so much that that really scares a lot of people. That's kind of one of the really scary ones. And so I will say uh, the fact that they're saying that they have a lot of guests leave and not stay there tells me it's probably pretty active. You don't get that in every place that that's haunted. You don't get a lot of people just up and leaving. Exactly. Well, and one story that I thought was interesting. So Captain Swayze, he, you know, died from Americans. You know, he was hiding from Mm. the Americans. One thing that I guess gets him really stirred up is American flags and just Americans in general. If you're very, I don't know what you would do to seem very American, maybe say awesome a bunch of times or something. (laughs) That's ridiculous. (laughs) Well, I mean, how would he even differentiate that if you think about it? I'm sure they weren't. In 1813, when he was killed, I'm sure awesome wasn't even in our vocabulary. I'm sure you were kidding. American soldiers were definitely not saying awesome in the War of 18. Right, right. I'm kidding, of course. But um, he does not like the American flag. So one story that I saw when I was watching a video on YouTube 
was one of the people that works there was saying that they got called in to this room in the middle of the night. And these people were like, oh my gosh, all the water is running. And then there was like a hole in the ceiling of the bathroom. And she was looking like, how would that hole have gotten there? And then right below it, there was a man's jacket with an American flag as a sleeve, you know, just kind of like a design, was right below the hole. And they think that that American flag got Captain Swayze pissed off enough to, like, punch a hole in the ceiling. Whoa. So if we go there... We're bringing a flag. <laughs> yes. It's well, worth it. You know what else is interesting? Is they will always fly the Union Jack British flag outside of the old Angel Inn. It's always out there. Uh-huh. And apparently, it's like a legend that if you remove that flag, then Captain Swayze is going to be pissed off. <laughs> And, like, go crazy or something? I don't know. But, like, basically what it says on Go crazy. (laughs) That's the legend. He's going to lose his mind. (laughs) But, like, what it says is basically, like, he will stay harmless is the words that are used on the website. So, like, Captain As long as the flag is up, he'll stay harmless. He'll stay harmless. Like, you're appeasing this ghost by always having that flag up. And the owner to this day, always keeps that flag up. Like, they follow that. Now, I wonder if it's ever been taken down before and, you know, maybe stuff happened. You know, scary. I love a good uh, legend like that. I think that's great. It just adds to the whole idea around the place and just kind of the story. I think that's cool. Yeah, 100%. So some of the other things that you might um, feel in that section of the inn is you may even feel him get into bed with you. That happens. Shoes tend to get rearranged. And oddly enough, they might get rearranged in like a very neat order, like smallest to largest. Ooh. And like just nicely lined, which I thought was very weird. And then items get moved throughout the property, sometimes significant distances. Like, we're not talking like a little teddy bear slightly moving on a table. No, we're talking about things getting thrown across the room. Really? So that is one thing to look out for as well. So we should totally go to this place, Lindsay. It looks like a blast. It's right up our alley for sure. Totally. Sounds like they have good food. Yes, they do have good food. Let's talk about that really quick because that was one thing that really stuck out to me when I was looking at the reviews on TripAdvisor. People love the food. It is like English pub fair, I guess is what I was call it, would call it. But the cool thing about it is they even have like a late night menu. So they serve food until 12.30 a.m. So Perfect. I would think you get a room, right? You go hunt for a while. You go order some food from the late night menu and bring it up to your room. And then you continue your ghost hunting. Yep. Let me read you some of the appetizers that are at this place, okay? And then... We'll get your reaction, Lindsay, because I think it sounds amazing. Okay. All right. These are just some of the appetizers on the late night menu. And there is several more than this. But 
uh, garlic bread with cheese, fresh cut fries, homemade English sausage rolls. I don't know what that is. Seafood stuffed mushrooms, bruschetta, barbecue bacon wrapped scallops, crab cakes, escargot, Swayze's saucy poutine, steak and Guinness poutine, and spinach and artichoke dip. Ooh, I'm trying to remember what poutine is. Isn't that like French fries? It says... Ah, uh, it's like French fries with gravy on it, isn't it? Yes. And like some sort of like cheese, basically. So oh, like that sounds good. Swayze sausage poutine is ground beef, mixed vegetables, real cheese curds, and shredded cheddar smothered in Guinness gravy. Yeah. So it's basically like potatoes with gravy and curds. Yeah. So this is like stay up late, comfort food, order some appetizers, get some ghost hunting in. <laughs> at least yes. that's what we would do. <laughs> Maybe food. after a day at Niagara Falls. Yep. Exactly. The food really does look super good. And of course they have like fish and chips and people commented on the fish and chips and said the fish and chips were great. So definitely a place that you want to go check out just for the food too. Like if you don't get a chance to stay the night, stop there and get some food. Go hang out in the bathroom for a few minutes. <laughs> See if you can have something happen. You know, get some good fish and chips. Absolutely. You can't go wrong. Good food, haunted hotel rooms. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about the prices. Now, there is a specific room that they say has the most activity. And that is what they call the general's quarters. So there's five different rooms that you can stay in. So it's very small. It's not like a large hotel or anything like that. Five different rooms. All of them have these kind of unique military themed names. The one that you want to stay in, though, that's particularly haunted, although I think all of them really are, um, is the general's quarters. Now, the general's quarters, the price is just a little bit higher than your other typical room. And I think that's really because they do embrace their ghosts. They have the whole ghost story right there on the front page of their website. You know, it's one of the first things. They talk about the history, but they do seem proud of the ghost. So the general's quarters in kind of like their high season, which is May through October, is $399 a night. Ooh. Yeah, so a, a little bit pricey. And what what is tell me what is what are the rooms like? Do they look pretty pretty comfortable, updated? What's the story? That's a great question. They look very comfortable. Now, they don't look like a super high-end room, but they also look like they've been renovated. Now, the floors look like they're like original wood floors, which I think personally is really cool. I yeah. mean, they are pretty basic rooms, but they look comfortable, nice, and clean. Right. You don't want to destroy the character of an old place. Then it just, it's useless, right? I mean, it, you, there's a balance there. Right. But there's not like a bunch of junk laying around either. You know what I mean? It looks like okay. the linens are updated. The walls are painted. Like it looks refreshed, clean, a place that I would be very comfortable staying. Right. So a little pricey, nice hotel room, probably good location, not too far from Niagara Falls and kind of not a whole lot of options in the hotel. It's probably kind of sought after, so. Exactly. So, but if you are going there outside of those time frames, so anytime outside of May through October, so more like winter months, it's only $299 a night. So it's like $100 cheaper in the off season over okay. the winter. So that might be a, an option for people to go look at. Now, all the other rooms, they range. So anywhere between $169 a night 
all the way to $279 a night. Um, and now the one for $279 a night, that's actually a two-bedroom con- conjoining really? room. Yeah. So it's like conjoined two bedrooms. So if you have a family or something like that, that might be an option for you too. And it's less still than the general's quarters. Yeah, that would be worth splitting. So if you could get like four people to go up there and all split the cost equal ways, that's that's actually pretty reasonable. Yep, I would agree. Now, May through October, the prices go up just slightly on those rooms too. So then it goes up to like $199 a night to $349 for the two bedroom. Gotcha. So it's really based on seasons, what their pricing structure is there. The other thing I will call out, if you happen to be living in the Ontario area, um, because what we have going on right now with the pandemic, people can't get out, obviously, you know, their restaurant probably isn't open. Um, They do call out on their website that they have gift cards for sale. You can purchase gift cards as gifts or just for yourself for later to help support this business during this hard time. Um, that is something that they have available to, to purchase and they do not expire. They were very clear to point that out. Now, we talked about the rooms. The other thing I want everybody, because five blocks away from this place, Lindsay, is Fort George. And Fort George is what, you know, there was that huge battle and, you know, the Americans took over. I think this would be like a great little thing to go stop at. Now, Fort George adults is only $11.90 to get in. For anybody under 17, Canada has some kind of like free youth program at all their national parks because this is considered like a national park of Canada. Mm-hmm. It is free for anybody 17 or younger. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and on, something to add in. On Canada Day, it is free for everybody. When is Canada Day? I think it's like July 1st. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So in the summer, Canada Day you get a free admission. I'm sure there's like a big party and and all that kind of thing, I would guess. There are also a bunch of independent ghost tours of Fort George. So if that's something that you're interested in, like let's say me personally, I would stay at the Old Angel Inn two nights and then one of the nights go and do a Fort George ghost tour. Definitely. And also think about any sort of military fort, probably haunted. Yep, no doubt about it. And I think the whole town is too, because there's even ghost tours of just the entire area that you can find independently online. Now, I'm not going to do a review of all of those because we didn't go on one of those tours and there are plenty of them to look for. But if you guys have one that you would recommend, maybe send us a note and let us know and we'd be sure to, to publish that on our website. Okay, guys, we want to thank everyone for listening each week. Please make sure that if you listen to us on Apple, you subscribe and you rate us five stars. Those ratings are important to us. You can also find us at yourhauntedholiday.com where you can reach out and contact us. Uh, send us an email if you have any recommendations for, for episodes. We, we love getting that stuff. We love hearing your feedback. And uh, find us on social media. We've, we've got Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody.